Fabulous Friends fans and superstars, welcome to Synchronicity Web TV. I am your host, Nadia Shaw, and this is your moment of synchronicity. Well, I'm so excited to celebrate with you today, my friend, Timon Howard. Now, Timon and I actually go way back, right to my Toronto days, 2008, 2009, 2010, uh, when Timon was very involved in Astrology Toronto, uh, and I was going to meetings regularly. Well, that's when I got to know him. And in 2010, he read my chart, and that was an amazing reading. He told me to go south, and boy, was he right. If you watch me, you know, go south did I ever. Well, now Timon and I are having this reunion, and we're going to have a reunion in person in Calgary, Alberta, as part of the Canadian Astrology Conference coming up very soon, the weekend of September 15th, 2023. You can join us live in person. You can join us online. Uh, and so Timon and I, with our reunion, are going to have a lot to talk about. And he's just one of a whole bunch of incredible speakers we are going to have uh, during a jam-packed weekend of Astro Fam, as I like to call it. And Timon is a perfect representation of Astro Family. Timon, thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you very much, Nadia. <laughs> glad to be here. <laughs> I'm so glad to have this moment with you as well. Uh, it's just so wonderful to reconnect with you in this way. Both of us grown, growing, and your advice so amazing. And I remember that reading, and yeah, you told me to go south, and you were showing me that Venus some Venus stuff was happening, progressed Venus, and you were showing me ninth house stuff was happening. And it was literally in 2012, because I remember you said, look, this is coming up in the next two, three years. And in 2012 is when I moved to Mexico. So you were so right on about that and other things as well. Thank you. We don't usually get good feedback. <laughs> well, yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, of course, because as astrologers, right, we have the mm -hmm. moment of a reading. We do the reading. And then we let it go, right? We can't, we don't necessarily have, sometimes yes, clients come back or, you know, sometimes people will give us that feedback after a period of time. But for the mm -hmm. most part, yeah, as astrologers, you do the reading and then you trust that this person knows what's good for them. If they're going to come back around or not, it's going to be okay. So yeah, I guess it is nice to get that feedback sometimes. Oh, yes. Uh, well, well, I had a client who had the same complaint that, um, She's a, a, a psychotherapist, and she says, I don't get any feedback of it. So I asked her, when last did you phone your doctor, make an appointment to go and see him to tell him you're doing well, you know? <laughs> and that was a relief for her, you know? So I was happy to give her that <laughs> tip, you know? Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's one layer of it. But then the other layer is that I know that you also, in addition to doing readings, of course, you do teach. That's part of what you're going to be doing with your talk at the Canadian Astrology Conference. And that's a different type of reward, isn't it? Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yes. So see, see the students grow. I also teach at um, Johnny Petrie University of Vedic Astrology, so I graduated from there uh, two years ago, and really enjoying it. And the students are very—it's very nice. Just is what I talk about giving back. You know, we learn so much, and we from different conferences. I have spoken throughout the U.S., and I have learned so much. But it's time to give back for me now, and this is the. The blessed part, the blessed part of it, giving back, you know. 
So, Timon, why do you prefer to practice Vedic astrology versus Western astrology? Well, I do practice both of them. Uh, it's like uh, also uh, cosmobiology. I have certified in that with Ebertine as well. It's like a, a carpenter going for a job and he has a toolbox and he has many tools in it. I don't know which one I would use in any given time. But Vedic astrology has a structure to it that has brings some kind of a stability. It doesn't make me guessing. I'm a structured person, uh, like different people learn differently. Because before I could get to Vedic astrology, I went through the Western. I graduated in the Western, and then I graduated in the cosmobiology. But then I finally found uh, thanks to James Braha, I finally found <laughs> Vedic astrology, which I find the structureness and the soundness in it. And also there's a spiritual connotation to it. So, you know, I think that's what brought me to it. Yeah, it's interesting. I think the techniques that and the interpretations and the systems and school of astrologies that we're meant mm -hmm. to uh, interact with and grow through, they have a way of finding us. So it's really nice because that was the other thing I really remembered about our reading was that it was a Vedic reading. And I thought that was really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. I, I find Vedic was very, very, and that was my in, uh, early stage of reading Vedic astrology. I just recently switched to that. That's 10 years ago. And since then, I have graduated uh, with a degree in that. And, and, um, and um, also, I just went and studied some Reiki uh, from Denver, Colorado. Just this year, I finished eight, level eight. And it's all, it's amazing to see how everything coming together. And that's part of growing. And um, one thing I know with this, you don't know everything. I'm practicing it over close to 40 years. I still don't know everything. And as we go about and we meet each other and we share, we learn something. You know, so this is the beauty of astrology. We're always learning. You know, we are forever seekers, aren't we? Oh, and that yes. means we're evolving, we're growing. Just when you think mm -hmm. you have the answer, that's like a message that says, okay, slow down. Maybe you don't. Hey. Well, well, <laughs> well, think of those people in 1929. They thought they knew everything, the astrologers, and then they discover Pluto. They said, oh, what do we do now? You know what I mean? We didn't yeah. know this was coming, you know? So we have to stay humble. It's so interesting. I know uh, the way that when planets are discovered, new planets, we look at what's happening in the world. And then we also look at what the astronomers name that planet uh, right. to speak to our understanding symbolically, yeah. astrologically. And so just a, a side note, an amusing little side note. I, I just recently learned this. You know, when... Um, the planet Eris, right, is a very new kind of asteroid slash planet, Eris. Um, when she was discovered, they first named her Persephone. And then they changed her name to Xena, right? Xena, the warrior princess. And then they decided on Eris. And Eris is the goddess of strife. 
Now, Mm -hmm. what was happening in the world when Pluto was discovered? Of course, there was World War II. It was like like some Mm -hmm. of the darkest times you've ever seen as humanity. It was a great recession, and they call it the terrible 30s. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The the Great Mm -hmm. Recession as well, you're right. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. that that sense of really needing to look at our own insecurity Mm -hmm. as a collective, but then a Mm -hmm. lot of programs uh, about taking care of each other also Mm -hmm. emerged from that as well. Um, Yes, yes. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, how Pluto made itself known through Mm -hmm. its discovery, through its naming, Mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, because uh, Pluto, um, I know something I talked about is that um, from Liz Green, she, she talks about the personal planets from Sun to Saturn, and Saturn is the boundary of that, and the outer planets, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto. And if you don't have a good grip of these personal planets, you can't connect with that outer planet. With you, you have Jupiter connecting with your Pluto. That's a that's a gift. And <laughs> cherish it. You know my you chart. Know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 like with those planets, it's and and between the Saturn and the outer planets is the asteroids. And um and if with me, I have the Vista there. So so Pluto, I have a grand find with Pluto, the North Nodes. And Vista, which sort of connect me with the outer planets, and it's kind of a humbling <laughs> for me yes. to discover yes. it, you know. And so I know, uh, once again, everybody, Timon is coming to the Canadian Astrology Conference, taking place very soon, the weekend of September 15th. 2023. You can join us live in Calgary, or you can join us online as well. Uh, And we've got an incredible lineup happening there. Now, I know, Timon, that you are going to be talking about uh, the earth element. So what I thought could be fun is, why don't we just talk about the elements in astrology? Because there are four major elements. I'd love for the viewer to have a sense of getting value out of our conversation. Uh, So how about that? Can we go through the elements? I'd love to know your thoughts, your opinions in understanding elements in astrology. I would gladly do so. Uh, The elements, you have the fire, which is energy. I would put that as a purpose in life. And if you look at the, the houses one, five, and nine, should give you a sense of your purpose in life. Why are you here? And the second one is the earth sign, the two, six, and ten, which I'll be going into it. The resources you need to fulfill that purpose. And then you have the, the air element, three, seven, and eleven. That's that's the community you're involved in to help you realize your purpose. If you, when you're young, you develop a communication with your siblings, then you learn to communicate with other people, the seventh house, and then you'll be able to join organization, the eleventh house, that will help you fulfill that purpose. Like for instance, someone who has um, want to be an astrologer. The resources is to get a good course, get into a good program. Kepler College, learn from them. The third part of it, get join organization, get a mentor. Very important to get a mentor, come to conferences. The last element, which is 4, 8, and 12, 
after you have done it all and conquered all, you have up two choices to go for the rocking chair and give up, or you could begin to prepare yourself to teach. For me, I went back to school at York University. I'm finishing up a degree in psychology. This is my last semester. And it's amazing. It's amazing. The blending. When I heard about Freud, Jung, Liz Green, it makes more sense. I get, I renewed my spirit in order to teach others. So the 12th house now is preparation to renew myself before going back to the first house, you see. So that's the element there. Well, these four elements. Now the cardinal now is uh, the, the, the cardinal fixed and mutable. If you set goals to cardinal as an astrologer, you stick to those goals, which is the fixed sign. But the, the mutable sign, sometimes you have to be adaptable because you will have setbacks and delays. But the success does not depend on how much delays you have, but your ability to renew yourself and keep going. And that's it, the whole elements, or what Young would say, the mapping of the psyche. <laughs> the mapping of the psyche. Now, sorry, did you mention water? You might have mentioned water and I missed it. Yeah, water, was... water, is, water is the last one, four, yeah. eight, and 12. That's the last, but it's, they think it's the ending. But this changes, you have a choice to give it up, but you have completed the first three, you know. And um, then you, some people go into psychological dismay, the 12th house. But if you go in there with changes, preparing for renewal to be a new you, first house, you start over again. So that's what I'm starting over again to teach and give back. Yeah. So it's a, it's, you don't retire from astrology. There's no retirement. <laughs> no, it's a worldview, isn't it? Like you're seeing yes. the world symbolically yeah. and how you're interpreting it. It's, a, right. it's quite a powerful right. thing. Yeah. 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 Ayman, I adore you. I've loved getting to reacquaint myself with you. And I'm really looking forward to hanging out at this big party that's coming up everybody i know i mentioned it already but it is the yes. canadian astrology conference coming up september 15th very soon in calgary or online links are in the description below timon thank you so much for being here i am really looking forward to your talk and i always learn something from you and like i said earlier i loved my reading with you it was just so wonderful and just when i need it I'll remember things that end up being important to me. Thank you very much, Nadia. That was great. And it was great talking to you. And please keep up the good work. Okay. Thank you. Thank you again, Timon. And thank you, everybody out there for watching. Until we connect again, take care. Bye. Okay. Bye bye. <laughs>